Hey guys, it's Doug here. Just a brief thing before the start of the podcast. Jamie and I wanted to remind everyone that you only have two weeks left to get us your suggestion for the Halloween slash horror movies that you'd like us to talk about in October. We'll take all submissions until our next episode, but then we have to cut you guys off. We've gotten a bunch already, but we'd love to get as many as possible. It's just a random choice, uh, pulling them out of a hat, let's say, so everybody has an equal chance to have their movie chosen. If it's a good horror movie, if it's a bad horror movie, if it's one you love, if you want to torture us, and it's something you hate, we're willing to watch and discuss anything. And to maybe sweeten the pot a little bit uh, for those that are chosen, I've been kicking around the idea of offering prizes, let's say, to the people whose movie we choose. So let us know what your movie is. Let us know why you want us to do it, why you want us to talk about it. Um, you can find us. You can do that through Twitter, GTGMcast, or you can find us on Facebook, or you could even email us if you want to go that route. And we are goodtimesgreatmovies at gmail.com. All right, thanks. Let's start the show. Amnesia, Mistaken Identity, Cheese Doodles, Lace Bras, and a surprisingly few number of Madonna songs. Jamie, mm -hmm. let's go watch Desperately Seeking Susan. Okay, everybody, welcome to another episode of Good Times Great Movies. We are an 80s podcast. No, we're a podcast about 80s movies. <laughs> wow, we would be like, I don't know, some kind of Just crazy a, back to the future if we were right. podcasting in the 80s. We'd be really rad. I mean, we are really rad. That's right. We went back in time to podcast to then air it in the future. Right. And that's, right. That is what I feel like we're doing, though, because we are just talking about 80s movies. So every two weeks, we decide to tackle, to take on another 80s movie and discuss it and see if it holds up, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. I think you said, because this episode comes out on September 11th, I think you described it as a somber time last, last time we had an episode. Yeah. And I think you'd be right. So we decided not to take on anything that's all that... Deep or upsetting, uh, I guess. It's definitely not too deep. It's it's lighthearted. Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. But we did want to do something New York centric, so we chose yes. Desperately Seeking Susan from 1985. Mm -hmm. Her first, her first Madonna movie. <laughs> oh, our first of well, she had many, but yes, Madge. Well, I like to call her Madge. Sure. I don't know. Madge, why? why? I know that I, that's what people call her, but why? Magic Madonna? You know, because when you're when you're cool like that, she's not just Madonna. She's she's Madge. You know. Shouldn't Madge. it be Mads? Like M-A-D-S? You know what I mean? Like, her name is Madonna. Like, it's not magic. Well, I already said magical Madonna. That's, that's a bit redundant. <laughs> 
Anyway, whatever. She's what, mad. Whatever. She, you're mad for Matt. <laughs> right. <laughs> so anyway, yes, Desperately Seeking Susan, 1985. Madonna, yes. Rosanna Arquette, there's Aiden Quinn. I got some mixed, yeah. like, it. I think this is his second movie, but a lot of what I read said it was his first. Oh, it is very early on in his career. And I think it's Madonna's first, too. So this movie was taking some risks. Well, sure. Well, sure. And, and we'll find out if they all if paid they, off. Oh, boy. Yes, that we will. As we <laughs> yes. desperately seek. Oh, how desperate. All right. Would you like to kind of start us off here and, and sure take can. us into... I love, I love how we decided to pay homage to New York City by choosing a movie that is early to mid 80s where New York was just shit town. It was just <laughs> garbage central. I well, love that. It, it is it is but it is still representative of New York. You still get that New York vibe oh, of and, and uh and and you feel the pulse of the city. Mm -hmm. Maybe not the um, classiest pulse of the city, <laughs> but uh, you definitely feel it. And uh -huh. when we start, I think we're probably in New Jersey because that's where um, Roberta, Rosanna Arquette's character is from. She's a housewife from New Jersey. And right. we start out and we know this is a chick flick because we're in a uh, beauty parlor and uh, we're getting our nails done and some, some beauty routines are happening, some waxing, some shampooing. Um, we're in a salon, and we definitely say, hello, chick flick. Am I right? I mean, did you feel that way? Were you like, all right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah, even like the the font that's up on the screen yeah. is, is kind of a script type style. And yes, we're in there getting nails done. So you understand. I mean, I don't know. In the end, I don't know if I would call this a chick. I don't know. Would you? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I think. I think. All right. Maybe my definition of chick flick is wrong. Maybe uh, since, well, since I, mean, I, I think... can't picture Sandra Bullock in either of these roles, I guess <laughs> that's what I'm defining. Like Sandra Bullock or <laughs> I don't know. Julia Roberts. Like I, I can't picture them doing this. And I guess that's what I think of when I think of chick flick. So. Okay. Fair enough. Maybe there were no chick flicks for you in the 80s. I don't know. If this is as close as we get to a chick flick in the 80s, this is pretty good. I mean, as far okay, as the chick okay. flick goes, All I'm right. on board. So, But you're okay. right, yes. So, um, Roberta Susanna Arquette, mm -hmm. right? she's and having a, I, don't know, I was going to call it a spa day, but you she's know. She's getting her hair did. She's getting her hair all did up. And, uh, With Lori Metcalf. Yes, Roseanne's sister, Lori Metcalf. I was happy to see her. I enjoy her. So when I, I was like, oh, yay. And I've, I've seen this movie before and, um, and didn't remember her in that. Uh, so I was happy to see her. Because she's always a bit of comic relief. We meet we we meet uh, Ro, Roberta, who's Rosanna, and um, we see we get introduced to the whole classified game that that she sort of gets yeah, into, right? I, I think it might be best early on if we just stick with one character and then talk about the other one, like keep them separate. Like in the beginning of this movie, it keeps flashing back and forth between right. Roberta. And Susan, who is Madonna. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I guess we could just talk about what one of them does and, and what their life is like and then move on to the other one, if that makes sense. Okay, okay, okay. fair enough. Right. Okay. Um, well, Roberta is just a housewife, um, a, a seemingly middle-upper-class uh, 
Yeah, she doesn't have a job, right? No, no, okay. I don't think so. I don't. Anyone think so. who watches Julia Child while cooking, <laughs> I don't think chickens. has a job. That's right. no, no, no. <laughs> right. So she, uh, she, and yeah, she spends a lot of time uh, uh, following these. Uh, so, I mean, is there more to say about it's, her other well, than that? No, I, I mean, I guess it's it's almost like instead of watching soaps, she follows the the personal ads. Yeah. Yeah. In the paper. Yeah, she's always following the personals, and especially this one called Desperately Seeking Susan. Yes, yes. Which, which... I, she figures it's, right, it's a guy and a girl, and this is their code of meeting and, up in New York, right? Yes, and she okay. finds it just devil, devilishly romantic. How about yeah, that? we don't right? know how she's... long she's been following this, but, no, as, no. you know, when we're introduced to her, it seems like she's... Totally aware of this, yes. and has been following yes. these two strangers' lives, mm-hmm. and then wants to meet them. Which, which yes, is she's crossing, very inspired. That's by crossing them. a line there. That's she's, just... she's inspired by them, and, and yeah, she turns a little stalker, if you ask me. Yeah, exactly. Um, but she's, you know, again, she is like a a not a desperate housewife of of now time. She's a desperate housewife of the eighties, where she. She yearns to be uh, in a in a different life. And right. She's not the... running around on her husband or anything no. like that. No. She's not. She doesn't even seem to be in like neighborly gossip or anything. We don't. I guess we don't know much about her life other than that she's a housewife and follows personal yes. lives. Right. right. Yes. Right. And she seems unhappy in her marriage. <laughs> she seems unhappy. <laughs> I love how she's getting all dolled up for a party. Yes. I love this party is great. Because we're introduced to Stephen Wright, who's in this I movie. I love that he's in it. I don't know what he is, though. I don't know if he is Roseanne's sister's, uh, uh, Laurie Metcalf's husband, boyfriend, or just a roommate, or... No, because at the beginning of the movie, they get together. She sees him from across the room and says, oh, is he a doctor? And I think they say he's a, oh. a plastic surgeon or a dentist or something like that. And she says something like, well, that's good enough. And then goes over to talk to him. Gotcha. And then okay, he's okay. in their lives, yes. Okay, the yeah, because then all of a sudden he's just there, yeah. Yeah, and the best part about this party, because I thought, oh, it's just a cocktail party. I guess it's a viewing party for her husband's new commercial, right? Yes, yes, and it's a celebratory party for there's cake involved. And she, so she gets her hair all done, but she wears a, and when we go to this 80s party, it's very much not quite as, as crazy as the 80s parties that we saw in um, St. Elmo's Fire. But right. it's the same kind of vibe. Or the Coke party fashion. in RoboCop. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's a lot of bad fashion. It's cake. It's, it's people gathering around to celebrate this dude um, not having a birthday or anything. But he, is, uh, he sells uh, hot tubs and spas. It's a 30-second ad, and they are throwing a party for this. And he's established, I think, right? It's, this can't be his first commercial, right? I mean, they live, in a, they live in a really nice house. He seems to be doing really good business. I would assume he has these every time he films a new commercial. Perhaps. Perhaps. Okay. He's, he's, he's that stoked. He needs to celebrate. He needs... And that's the other thing. I think that he... Um, you know, he's very focused on the business, not so focused on his housewife. Exactly. So you can tell that there's a little bit of a unhappy marriage there. I, Later on, he confesses to Lori Metcalf that he's cheating on, on uh, Roberta. So, you know. Oh, I totally missed that. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Oh, so that's why we're not supposed to feel bad for him after 
Spoiler right, alert. She, she goes yeah, off with Aiden Quinn. she leaves Quinn. him. Right, right. Exactly. Oh, yes, all right. Okay. Yes. Because yes. I kind of thought, wow, he just disappeared from this movie. I guess he's fine. But all right. If he's, if he's having an affair with one of the several bikini-clad models from the commercial, In I'm the assuming. In the hot commercial, right. <laughs> yes. Right. All right. So for having not for not having much to say about Roberta, we really talked about her quite a well, bit. Well, there she's she's all wrapped up. Oh, can we also talk about the um when he comes downstairs after the party and goes into the kitchen and turns on the light, how she's sitting in this kitchen with a gigantic photograph of an ice cream sundae behind oh, her yeah. on the wall. It is enormous. It takes up the entire wall of this kitchen. It's and great it's not, decorating. It's not even like a painting or anything that I would describe as art. It's mm-mm, a photo. Mm-mm. It's like a product shot. It's like they walked into like Friendly's or Dairy Queen and took a big picture <laughs> off of the wall and hung it up in their kitchen. It's so crazy. It is. It is very random. It is very random. I love it. I love it. Also, when she's in there, about half of the cake is left, and it's an enormous cake. Yes, yeah, a huge it, sheet cake. It's it, a huge it, sheet cake. It is a sheet cake. <laughs> and as he's leaving, he says to her, don't eat, don't the eat that whole thing. Yeah. Well, she's clearly depressed. She's she's sitting in front of the huge ice cream uh, portrait and uh, the huge cakes in front of her, and he's pumped because the party was great, and she's kind of like dazed and, and thinking about. Well, she is titular. She's desperately seeking Susan. She's just thinking about the life that she does not have. And, and again, it, another spoiler alert, she eats the whole cake. We find out <laughs> later she ate the entire cake, which is very depressing. All right. <laughs> so that's that's our fat friend, Roberta. Well, actually, she's not at all overweight. She's not at all overweight. And No, not yeah. at all. For eating a half a sheet cake, she's in great condition. Condition? Physical condition. I, so, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. All right. Go ahead. So, uh, Madonna is a wild child, as as to be expected. And when we meet her, she's in a hotel room, room thirteen thirteen, to be mm-hmm. uh, exact. And right. she is taking selfies with a Polaroid. Correct. Yes. Not and, just selfies. Uh, she takes a picture of the guy who's in the bed as well. Right. And True. I think the guy, True. the guy who brings them room service. Oh yeah, she does. She takes a snapshot of him with her Polaroid yes. as well. Um, She's definitely a, a scandalous lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can tell. She's spunky. She's barely clothed. Um, Throughout the entire movie. <laughs> yes, yes. But that was, to be fair, that was Madonna's kind of statement style for the 80s. Oh, and, of course. And um, the only thing not okay was it was like, I remember seeing this movie as a, like, eight-year-old probably. Mm-hmm. And I remember mm-hmm. wanting to emulate that fashion. And... Um, I don't know that that's appropriate for an eight-year-old, but you know. Well, I think it depends which of which of her looks you're going for. Um, you know, boxers and stockings. I don't know. See-through top. Not sure if that's appropriate for a child. She she definitely. But that's why we all love Madonna's because she inspired this scandalous style, and and she does rock it. I have to say that through this whole movie, what I love the most is, and I remember so vividly, is like the fun fashion for me. For for a, yeah. again, that's I think why I see it as a chick flick because. Um, there's just like fun fashion and, and, you know, right. And I don't, I mean, Madonna's not playing 
a character, right? Like Madonna's playing Madonna. In this well, she movie, is right? Susan. She is Susan. No, no, no. I understand but, yeah, that. She's but, this, yeah. Like I don't think she went on to set, and they're like, okay, well, now we're gonna have to talk about your wardrobe. I think she basically said, "This is what I'm wearing. This she is brought what it Susan on. would right. wear. This yeah. is how I act. This is how Susan yes. would act." Right, right. Pretty much, yes. Well, I don't think she even really tried to act. I mean, she didn't win an Academy Award for this role, let's be real. Um, Right, yes. I mean, she has a big role, but, right, she's second billed for her. Well, I was just going to say, yeah, she's not, Rosanna Arquette gets top billing. Mm -hmm. Um, But, um, so yeah, when we meet her, she's in this hotel, and and she's a shady shysta, and she steals um, some money from this dude in the hotel room who is just passed out on the bed. And she steals this um, glorious pair of earrings. Oh, glorious um, or super gaudy? <laughs> there are facts. The moment there are I, artifacts. And the if moment I saw call, those earrings, I thought to myself, please don't let these be some sort of Egyptian artifacts. And <laughs> don't they let are. that be the case. But yeah, that's that's what they are. Yes. That's- she also and she also has that rad skull bag that she puts him in. She has a really cool. I remember that too. Watching this movie, then the jacket, which is obviously kind of a key, uh, yeah. um, kind well, of that's the wardrobe piece, right, right? Is with the pyramid dollar sign pyramid on the back is is really cool. Like, and then she's got this really cool skull um, kind of hat bag. Or, I do like I how everybody in describing it says, you know, a pyramid. Like on the dollar bill. And and it started to get irritating. And then I thought, well, I guess if I was describing that jacket, that's probably what I would say. So that makes total right, sense. Right. Yeah, true, true. So, um, so yeah. So here comes the, the whole, uh, I guess, the mystery or the chase of, of, of the movie. The, well, the she bad narrowly, guy is yeah, she narrowly escapes being murdered. Yes, but she leaves. She leaves her apparently one night stand or couple day mm-hmm. stands, whatever it was, and with the money and the earrings, um, she drops her bag um, in the hallway on her way to the elevator, and as uh, she's leaving the hotel, and then I'm going to call him an albino, even uh, though he doesn't yeah. have red eyes, but he has very white hair. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the sketchy albino, as I refer, will refer to he, him as. Um, I I really wanted to think of. Who he reminded me of, and I could never come up with it. Through the whole movie, I kept looking at him going, he looks like yeah. somebody in some other movie, but I couldn't think of it. But yes. Yeah. Black yes. jacket, yeah. white mm-hmm. shirt, red skinny tie, really white hair. Yes. Bad guy. He's the bad guy. Yeah. He's got, he's always got kind of an angry, mysterious look on him. Yeah. He goes, he, he, yeah. he eyeballs Madge or Susan in the jacket. Mm-hmm. No, she's got the goods. Has many attempts, has many attempts throughout this movie to kill people and never takes advantage. No, which, but he's always yeah. there. He's oh, always, he's, if you he's look in the background, almost every scene yes, he's, he's there. He's very good at finding them, but completing the job is not really his forte. Right. We, when did we find out about the church? Oh, I think it's a newscast during the um, party, <laughs> right? Because the party with the commercial, there's a quick moment where we find out that. Hey, quick newscast, right. these Egyptian artifact earrings are missing, and it's all blah. So we know that... Well, I think with this and Rocky and Robocop, the news really gives you a lot of information about what's happening in this but movie. the news does. It keeps you up to date. It's just what it's doing, right? right? Um, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And I like, by the way, that they're the Egyptian artifacts. I just think that that's funny oh. that that's... 
But anyway, so um, back to Ro- Roberta, I guess, where... Well, go ahead. I was, I was going to say we could stick with Madonna as she goes to, to the Magic Club. Oh. And I don't know if I'm jumping ahead, though. I don't know if you have something else to say about Roberta. No, I was just going to say how Roberta looks off into the city, uh, sort of with hungry right, eyes. yes, because she's so depressed. Right, right. And then yes. Madonna, Madge... But that's before she eats a sheet cake. So. <laughs> right. Well, that, she might be having a little tum-tum <laughs> upset. And as she's looking out at the city going, oh, boy, I wonder if they sell pepsi As everybody's crowding around the 13-inch TV to watch her husband's right, commercial. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, but I do – oh, Madonna's the magic club. And I like how she finds like a postcard or something or maybe Roberta finds a postcard. But I was not expecting the magic club to literally be a magic, a magic club. club. Yeah, no, it is. When you see it from the outside, I thought, oh, that's kind of a cool name for a bar. I oh my god! There's no, it's actual magicians magic doing tricks, and they're they're little assistant ladies helping them out. I like though when Madonna arrives at the magic club. So before this, P.S. Back it up because before this, Madonna does go to um, to bring her bag uh, to a, and locks it away in a locker, and that's right, the at famous Port Authority. The, yes. where she's drying her. I I love seeing this, and I remember doing this too after watching Madonna do it, where she dries her pits and fans her face in, in the hand wash machine thing. Um, Wait a minute. You have done yes! this? Or you do do well... this? No, no. I'm wondering if that's a thing. Like, you never see guys do it, but a lot of guys don't wear shirts without sleeves. Sure. So, do women do that a lot? It's just this very freeing no. feeling. You know, when, when, <laughs> when you... And they don't do them anymore. Now they have those, like, crazy hand dry machines that you just kind of insert your hand the Dyson hand dry machines all oh, fancy yes. but right. when they did have those old school ones you can turn the knob and you could flip it up so that the air went That's up right. and even though it was warm air it did feel good it blow it on your face and yeah after seeing this I was like yeah my armpit it doesn't really do okay. anything but make you look like wild child but whatever so anyway but then um, back to the magic club <laughs> Um, once she's her stuff is locked away, she goes to the magic club to meet up with her friend. I love that when she gets there, it's clear that they know her there. And they're like, we thought you were dead. And she's like, no, I was just in New Jersey, which is. (laughs) Get it. People, New Jersey sucks. Yes. Um, Oh, I love it. I love it. I also love, uh, in the dressing room of this, did you notice the, the poster in the dressing room? I know you noticed the ice cream sundae. I, I did not. No. It's of, um, Wonder Woman rubbing her crotch. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I have to go back and you see will. that. You should. You should. Um, but anyway, yeah, she meets up with her friend, the magician's assistant, and... Is her friend anybody? I don't... I don't think so. I don't even think they're that I good of friends. <laughs> yeah, okay. I just didn't know because when she's wearing the wig, which you have to wear to be a magician's assistant, I guess. Uh, yeah. Um, I didn't recognize her, but when she took it off, I kind of thought I knew her, but I wasn't sure. So. Yeah, right. I didn't. Well, whatever. Yeah. So she decides that she's going to stay with that friend, though, right? Or something, and they're... Yeah, I guess she's going to stay with her. Her friend's really bad in the magic act, and the magician's yelling at her. Yes. And I, I don't, like, nobody's at this club but some weird old men. Yes. It seems really sketchy. Very sketchy. Very sketchy. And I like how she knew to find this girl at the magic club 
which means that she knew she was there probably before she left. So this girl never got any better at her act. No. She no. was bad at this act yes. continuously, I, I guess. Mean, but look at the place. I don't think she was meant supposed to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't take your work seriously. No. Right. Exactly. So she, well, she's deciding to stay with her friend, I guess. And the next thing that I have is that not for the only time in this movie, but she's walking down the street eating cheese doodles. She eats cheese doodles a couple of times in this movie, Madonna, and she loves I, them. Just the old school you okay bag. There? Yeah. Sound like you were drunk. She's cheese doodles. She cheese doodles. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's eating cheese doodles. Product placement for cheese doodles. I guess so. I guess so, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love this part because this is the part where a guy's getting a newspaper out of one of those old <laughs> yes. newspaper machines. Yes, yes. And he says, hey, you want to take a paper? Being nice. Yes. She takes a giant stack And just of dumps them on the ground. And just drops uh-huh. them on the ground. Uh-huh. He kind of looks at her like, "What? Why did you do right. that?" And then walks away. And then she reads one paper and then throws it in the garbage. Yeah. Like, but what she reads, she sees that the dude that she slept with—it's on the front page, by the way—the dude that right. she slept with in New Jersey has been murdered. So that's right. Exactly. This is, you know, kind of. For as much as this character can get shaken up, she's like kind of shaken up. In the meantime. Um, Roberta has driven to New York and is desperately seeking Susan desperately herself. Seeking Susan. She is, That's right. She's looking for, she decides to go to the park where in the classified ad, it says Susan and, and the mystery man are going to meet. And she decides mm-hmm. she wants to see what this is all about firsthand. So she goes to the park to, to look <laughs> for Susan. She, yeah. Her life has reached that point where she knows that she has nothing else right, in her right, life. Exactly. And so she's taking this odd hobby of reading personal ads to a very, very dangerous level. Very dangerous. Yes. Kind of stalker. Kind of weird. But so um, she, I forgot, she she just knows. She's magnetic, this Susan. So when she sees her, she knows who she well, is. Did you, see, did you see some of the people she was looking around at first to see, oh, is that Susan? Is that oh, Susan? Oh, oh. Did you see the lady she looks at and then a guy walks up with a little kid on his back. The kid's like two years old and has an odd sailor hat on his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I love that scene. There's so much – there's so many background actors in this movie that I was just drawn to. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And that was one of those great scenes. But yes, you're right. She recognizes Madonna. I mean – who else could Susan right. be but Madonna? Right, right. When, she's her, when she sees her, she It knows. clicks. It clicks. And she sees, mm-hmm. uh, she, she, she starts making out with this, this kind of rocker guy. And now we know <laughs> this is them, right? Yeah. Uh, his name's Jim and he's her boyfriend. I, what, what kind of a relationship is this? I don't. He has to. I was very puzzled by this because. It's very. He seems, it's a very open relationship, apparently. It's extremely open. He's on the road But then a he lot. seems. He seems really upset, though, when Aiden Quinn said that he slept with Susan. Well, then. that's 
a bro. That's a like unspoken friend. Yeah, I guess he's your like, friend. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you could sleep right. with scumbags from New Jersey, but you can't sleep with That's his right. best friend, right? right. Yes. Yeah, it's okay as long as you're stealing from right. them. Right. 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 But he's there. Well, he there. even says something like, "Oh, you disappeared. We didn't know where you were." So it is not just an open relationship. This is a terrible relationship. Well, and you get the feeling that she's just kind of a free bird kind of chick, but they have a very special chemistry together and right. they have sort of fireworks and and very obviously like like sexual relationship and and but so they're reunited but only for a short time because then his band he has shows a gig up in right. buffalo new york yep, yep and the band shows up in the van and they're like you gotta get in the car bro it's time to go right. and she's like huh ah. Well, well, he says, come with us, and she goes, oh, you'll always be working. And I doubt this guy does any work. <laughs> he does not look like the studious type. No. Uh, but really, who wants to go to Buffalo? Not Madge. It's not her style. She's no a city way. girl. She's a city girl. She who needs just to got be. back to New York. Right. So right. She's ready. So she, she's not that broken up about the fact that he's leaving. She smooches him no. goodbye, and he goes on his way, and they've had their little rendezvous, <laughs> and now she's going to go prance around the city and... And, and do her of course, thing. Roberta's going to tail her. She is hot on her trail. Uh, she does some great stuff. A street vendor <laughs> tries to get Madonna to buy a terrible hat and sunglasses. Yes, yes. So then Roberta has to go over to that same street vendor and try on the same hat and sunglasses. This is upsetting behavior. This is like single white female <laughs> it stuff. Is, it here. is very much so. It is very much so. Yes. And, uh... But then she's clumsy about it. Like, Madge is... Oh, right, she falls Madge down. Is she, she doesn't cool. realize that she's stealing things. Right, right. And, and getting harassed. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. And then... Um, right. Uh, Madonna or Susan goes to, like, a little... Um, like, a clothing shop. A cute little clothing shop. Goes inside. Again, uh, Roberta's got her eye on her. Madge yeah. tries on these, um, these <clears throat> boots. These, like, stiletto spiky boots, right? That she kind of falls in love with. And decides yeah. now to trade her her <laughs> precious jacket. Um, that is her identification. Yeah. That's her ID. I loves- don't think she has a driver's license. <laughs> this is how people recognize right, her right. throughout the entire movie, and I assume her life, and she's going to just trade this jacket in. For these boots, boots that I think were 60 or $80, and of course she didn't have that kind of money, because although she did steal some money from... She spent it on guy. cheese doodles, oh, a truckload of cheese right, doodles. Right. She buys them by the case. Cheese doodles and cigarettes, probably. Um, right. So yeah, but she so she trades. She buys. Uh, she trades her her precious jacket for these boots, forgetting to check the pocket for the key for the Port Authority locker. Right. Also, um, again, background actors. Well, I don't. This guy's not a background actor. The shopkeeper, but the cashier at this place. Yeah. Oh, great. That wig is insane. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. Well, who comes in and scoops up that jacket right away, though? I mean, you wouldn't be a good stalker unless you were wearing your stockies jacket around town. Did you hear what the wig guy said to her, that, though? That it was Jimi Hendrix's jacket? That it was Jimi Hendrix's jacket. <laughs> when she clearly just saw... Yeah, yeah. And, and then later... 
her husband says, why'd you get this jacket? And she goes, Jimi Hendrix used to wear it. I'm like, what? wait, you clearly know that that's a lie. So why would you even bother saying that to your husband? I love his response. He's like, you bought a used jacket? What are we, poor? <laughs> are we poor? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Her um, response should have been, look at this jacket. This is amazing. You can't buy this well, new. Well, to be fair, she wore like a pink moo-moo to the party. <laughs> So wearing this jacket is really out of her fashion realm. So, but, and she's got it on while she's making rotisserie chicken and watching, uh, Julia Child and cooking him dinner. Right. Right. Yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) she's so, so cool. Um, but at some point she takes the jacket off, the key falls out and a picture that the the little Polaroid selfie that Madonna took of herself is in the jacket. And then, she puts it on her like mirror on her dresser like again we are uh, we are check mark check mark check mark stalker crazy stalker right yes um, she's fitting all of the and oh this I mean is, she places a personal ad oh go ahead oh what no, about so something. she's got the picture and now she's got the jacket and the husband has to go somewhere to work he's not even going to be home for dinner and she takes a bath with yeah. the picture. And then we also see we all this movie is very we also see a little nipple action. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, I I, this is PG thirteen, so I guess you can get away with it because there's nothing really bad in this movie. There's not a whole lot of cursing. There's absolutely no violence. So I don't know. You can get away with a couple. Well, I guess. Four nipples, I guess, is what we get here. Because at one point, Madonna, I think when she's in the bathroom, right, she takes off her shirt and she's basically got a see-through bra. Right, on. right, right. Yeah. So yeah, I I guess you can get away with that and still keep it PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it is it is upsetting because she does. She has the picture of Madonna next to her in the bathtub. Mm -hmm. And you're like, how into this are you? It's like an odd romantic bubble bath. You're wondering, right? Right. Uh, I don't think you're wondering. I think you are supposed to know know. what's happening Yeah, I think you you draw your your proper conclusions. Agreed. That's right. Um, But then, yes, the classified ad. Madonna puts it, right? Looking for the key? No, no, no. Or Susan, I should say. No, um, Roberta puts it. Ah. Saying, you know, basically saying, I have your key or I have your jacket. That's yes. right. That's right. Because she's ready to. Which she again, because I could imagine she's like, we could be best friends. Yeah. We would be best friends. We'd hang out. We'd go shopping together. No, you wouldn't. She, no, you wouldn't. No. No, you're so different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she places this, and of course, Madonna, I guess, is as equally obsessed with the personal ad, so she sees it immediately. Yes, yes. And knows to meet her then at the same place. Right, at this park, right. Right. Um, yeah, what battery park? Yes, yes. I'm trying to name, I'm trying to name New York places to try, just, <laughs> just to try and keep it in line, although I don't know where Aiden Quinn lives. Let's say Chinatown. He lives in a shady part of town because I, I love it when, um, well, we'll get to that. Um, right. When Roberta goes there, she's like, people live here? Oh, my God. <laughs> Which so is such insulting. a rude thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we, we, they haven't the even met yet. They down. haven't even met yet. So right. uh, we do, we are introduced, after the Adams one, we're introduced to Des, the Aiden Quinn character, and we see that he works in, like, a movie theater. Um, but because Jim, Madonna's boyfriend, 
is still looking at the personals and he sees the oh, right. desperately right. seeking Susan thing. So and he's he concerned. thinks that there's, yeah, there's yeah. some guy after her because he knows also that that guy that she was, I guess, scamming was murdered. Right, right. So they high so alert. So he's concerned. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. concerned. Calls Aiden Quinn, mm-hmm. who's a projectionist mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. a very good one. Mm-mm. The only two times we see him working, he's destroying the movie. Right, right. Um, yeah, to go and he tells her to or him to go and I guess meet up with Madonna and make sure everything's okay. Keep an eye out. Right, right. Right. Um, How will I know who she is? I don't know. She's wearing a jacket with a the pyramid, pyramid on the jacket. Back. The pyramid jacket, yeah. She's a wild girl. His best friend doesn't know who his girlfriend is. Well, yeah, but, but they're barely let's together. Let's that. Right. They're barely <laughs> together. So, um, but then, yeah, Susan, uh, so the, the meetup is, is supposed to happen between these two girls at the park. Susan takes a taxi there. Oh, uh, God, I love the conversation ride. with the taxi driver <laughs> when the taxi driver's talking about sushi. And he's like, <laughs> I don't understand. Sushi's all the rage. I don't really like it, but I brought some home and cooked it and it was all right. Yeah, it tasted like fish. Yeah. Oh, God. It reminded me of the Colin Quinn part in Three Men and a Baby. Like, I assume that this guy was some sort of stand-up comic yeah, in New York. Yeah, and they York. were like, improvise something. Go ahead. He's like, I'm going to do my sushi bit. They'll love it. <laughs> They'll love it. It kills at the magic club. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, so she, but she stiffs the cabbie. She stiffs the sushi cabbie. Yes. When she gets a, to the hotel. There's a cop right there. Right ready. there. Just and she ready. is taken in. Yep. Taken to jail because you don't you don't get away with stiffing the cabbie right. in, the, in yes. New York City. Meanwhile. This opens the door for our villain to yes. move in. Yes. On Roberta. On the Roberta. The albino. The albino moves in the, on Roberta. And yeah. um, he's very aggressive in, in he's trying extremely to aggressive. Like, get her... To follow him and go with him. And she has really, honestly, she's very innocent and pure in that she has no idea who this right. sketchball is. She is just desperately seeking Susan herself. <laughs> right. She's got her eye on the prize and right. doesn't want to be bothered. She's like, I'm married and I'm looking for a lady. Right I do know when she goes, uh, he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, I took care of your boyfriend or something. She's like, no, 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 I'm married. He's like, yeah, sure you are. Right, right. I, I do have to say, for we kind of made fun of Madonna just being Madonna and everything, and the fact that she's not winning any awards for this. The performances in this movie are really good. I thought oh. everybody was pretty good in this movie. Okay, okay. You, you do yeah. not, you do not agree with me there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we'll talk about that when we're all done. Okay. Um. But so so anyway. <laughs> Okay, so uh, albino guy chases after her, tries to kind of just take her, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And when he does, of course, he's in the park, crowded park. Um, she screams, and doesn't she wiggle away from him somehow? Somehow she, she does get away she from him. She wiggles away from him at the same time Aiden Quinn comes up clumsily riding like a motor scooter. Yes. Yes, and but she's no. afraid of this guy. She's afraid that she's going to get run over. And she backs into a pole and hits her head. <laughs> right, right. Ooh, and it's all slow yeah. motion, right? Her purse oh. falls into the water. Oh. She, ow, bangs her head. A small crowd gathers around. And, and, and yeah, yeah. To, well, then Des and, and picks up 
who he thinks is right. Sorry, Des. Aiden Quinn is Des. Yeah, yes. yes. Um, oh, stop! Stop! <laughs> stop it with your dog impressions. <laughs> I mean, it was really good, but whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> was what I have to say to that? Whoa. <laughs> Uh, oh, there's a great line here where she gets up and he's trying to tell her that she's Susan um, and everything. And she's like, I don't know who I am and everything like that. Yeah, and, but this is, I don't know. I don't remember. I am know, okay. The best, the best line, I think, is when he thinks she's faking amnesia and he says, wait, if this don't. is a joke. Do you, yeah, he's like, don't jerk me around. And she goes, I wouldn't jerk you around. I don't even know you. And I thought that was so great. <laughs> I like that he says, don't jerk me around while he's in suspenders. You were in suspenders. <laughs> Expect to get jerked around a bit. I'm just saying. His suspenders are great because they're so loose. Yeah, they're yeah, barely yeah. hanging. Right. It's, it's really, really wonderful. <laughs> But uh, anyway, he 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 wants to help her figure out who she is, and she's right. very. I mean, if the, the I'll call it the great performance of when she's trying oh. to remember who she is. <laughs> well, yeah, she, when he takes her. Well, she finds the key, right? Right. Oh, and he right, takes her right. to Port Authority, mm-hmm. and they go into the locker. Oh, maybe this stuff will help you remember. It. And nothing does. I love course. what's in the bag too. Just a couple towels, some teacups, <laughs> some forks, some bras, <laughs> some cigarettes. She tries to yeah, smoke one. Probably some on cheese it. doodles. Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> randoms. Um, and he first, he's like, "Okay, you got your bag. You're good." And he's gonna leave her there. And then as right. he's going down the escalator, he has like second thoughts. He's like, "I can't just leave this chick. She doesn't even know who she is." So he runs up the escalator and is like. Hey, if you need a place to stay tonight, how is she not in a panic? She has no money, no identification, and the one person who's been somewhat nice to her just says, "Okay, see ya." How is she not flipping out? But no, she seems totally fine with it. Just I'll sit here, and I guess everything will work out. Will eventually come around. It'll eventually all come around. And it Um, does because he takes her back to his place. Right, right, and Um, returns the scooter to a Chinese food delivery guy who well, seems very upset by this. He's never lending him the tr- the scooter again. Never again is what he says. Um, but this I enjoyed is where- how they did wrap that up because as he was driving that, I went, is he also a Chinese right. food delivery guy? <laughs> but he couldn't really ride it that well. I was like, where did he get this? I like right. how they answered that question for me. There you go. See, they wrap the certain things up for you. They do. Very right. neatly for you. Yeah, so she goes to Dez's house. Madonna somehow gets out of jail. Somebody bails her out, right? Yeah, and again, Madonna, super rude. The the jailer lady, I guess she's a female police officer, lights Madonna's cigarette for her, and Madonna blows smoke and right in, in this face. woman's face. Yeah. yeah, she's just a punk girl, and she's so cool that it's... She's so bad that it's cool, you know? That's, yeah. That's the, that's the vibe we get. Right, but, but um, she does get out of jail. How does she get out of jail? We don't know, Yeah, right? I don't know. That, that, okay. So we know how Des got his scooter, but we don't know how Madonna I mean, got out yeah. of jail. I mean, she Some stiffed the caveat on what? Probably 12 bucks? I mean, Maybe, I, don't I don't know how long they can hold you for something like that, but yeah. I don't know. Well, she gets out. She go, uh, uh, Roberta goes to Dez's apartment where Dez is, his life's in shambles. His ex is leaving him. 
taken all his stuff, right? She took everything, even the refrigerator. Even the refrigerator. <laughs> and I love how the guy she's with goes, um, I'll just be down in the Porsche. Yeah. Does she need to take all this shit? Because apparently she's with a guy who owns a Porsche and a probably Porsche. has a decent place. Yeah, yeah. But she takes everything, even stuff that's his, and then yells, oh, I'll send you a check. Yeah. (laughs) It's a fair, but he's got a great, it's a huge, like, studio, lofty apartment. Right. Even even though Roberta didn't like the outside of it, when she's in, she's like, this place has great potential. I do like when he goes, do you want a drink? She goes, apple juice, Coke, (laughs) Perrier. He's like, like. Duh, you want to drink? Anyway. Um, yeah, he's like Miller Lite or Heineken. He's always got two beers that sponsor this movie, I guess, on yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah, right, right. right. But I now, do, no. he, has a great, he has a great view of, like, the Empire State Building. I can't imagine how much this place costs. It is a huge studio apartment. It is. It is. It's 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 a very nice place. As Roberta says, it's got a lot of potential. Lot of it potential. does. I like how um, there are just doors randomly placed throughout yeah very yeah the way it's cut like yeah yeah Yeah, it's like four doors that intersect to i guess give the illusion of rooms of rooms and then a random fish tank like wall of some kind yeah oh a giant painting from a kung fu movie i guess is on the wall too yeah yeah it's It's an eclectic place it's an eclectic place uh, yes it matches his character yeah. Well, yeah. we don't know much about yeah. his character we don't know through much the about entire him. movie. He's right. artsy and movie house-ish, yeah. Um, yeah. He's got big dopey eyes. That's his character. He does. But you know what? He looks a lot like Jim, and even later on when he's describing, because Roberta doesn't know, she thinks she's Susan, but she doesn't know who Jim is, and when he's trying to describe Jim, he's like, he kind of built like me, kind of looks like <laughs> yes. me. Right. So, he looks right. like he's on heroin, like yeah. me. <laughs> Oh, man. Now, who doesn't look like he's on heroin is Roberta's husband. Uh, uh, what is his name? Gary. Gary. That's right. Gary. Right. And then we we, we we cut to Gary making a sandwich. This is where, if, if you, this is where he confesses to, um, it, it's his sister, I guess. Roseanne's sister. His sister Lori is, is Roseanne's his, sister is his sister. His sister, right. So Lori Roseanne Metcalf. is Gary's sister as well, in, I guess. In some ways, yes. <laughs> And this is, I love, again, I love Laurie Metcalf, and I love, she keeps, like, prying about, like, what, because now, now, in his life, his wife has gone missing, and so right. they're trying to track her down, and Roberta's like, does she ever have an orgasm? Does your, <laughs> is your sex life good? And he's like, why are you asking me about her orgasms? He's like, well, did she? Did she ever have an orgasm? And then, they're, I, I love, Stephen Wright's there, and they're making sandwiches, and eating and Laurie Metcalf is like how can you eat like a time like at a time like this your wife is missing and they're like we're nervous and she goes take a volume like a normal person right. <laughs> I love oh, it I love this it this is great uh... all right so I I like how Roberta decides to go to the magic club then oh uh, yeah because she finds the postcard and, oh, yeah, this was in the suitcase. Yeah, she's right. trying to track down who she yes. is. Right. And right before this, Madonna's friend gets fired as the magic girl. And right. I, I love how in sort of the, I guess it's the poster or the sign out front where they mm-hmm. have the picture of the magician and his assistant. After mm-hmm. she gets fired, they just take her picture down and put Help Wanted in place uh-huh. of her picture. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so, yeah, so then Roberta shows up. 
and they say something like, you know, do you want a job and stuff? Did you notice that the MC is John Turturro? Oh. Uh, so I, no, I, I assume I assume this is very early on in his career. But yes, anyway. yes, yeah. yeah. So she then suddenly becomes a magician's assistant. Assistant, yep, yep. She fits right in. Without even she's so confused, but she knows she's this is a, her calling. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't know who she is, but this this fits who she can be. She's equally bad at it. I mean, she's as bad as that other girl at her oh, job. Oh, worse, worse. She looks cuter, maybe, and she doesn't have to wear a wig because she. No, she does. Hair, I guess she does, does wear, she a wear a wig. She wears oh. the same wig because uh. later, remember, the earring gets stuck in the wig or something. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But she does. Right. It's it's like she wears a wig of her own hairstyle over top of over, her hair. Yeah, I think, I think that's why I didn't think it was a wig, but you're right. Yeah. So she does this. Um, so she does this magic act, and we notice that the creepy guys in the crowd, right? The, the, the albino. Uh, the bad, yeah, it's the albinos in the crowd. <laughs> and he chases her after her performance. It's night, and this mm-hmm. is when we see that New York is a disgusting place full of homeless people and but prostitutes. This too, this too, I don't understand. She leaves the Magic Club, and I don't know where she was headed to anyway. No, I have right? no idea. She wasn't headed home. She didn't no. really have a home. She wasn't but... headed to Aiden Quinn's because that was a one-night thing. Right, he didn't want no trouble. He didn't want her right. sticking around. So, But she's on her way wherever. Yeah, wouldn't you just ask to sleep in the back of the Magic Club? Like, oh, can I just stay in the dressing room tonight? Can I just, you know, sleep on a pile of costumes? I think she stumbled upon enough little that she just thinks that, you know, on her way (laughs) she'll remember this is home. But she doesn't. The guy chases her. She's kind of freaky because he almost, oh yeah, he almost gets her. She hides out, right? Oh, she cuts into um, like an alleyway in a room where some like sketchy, skeezy it's, Mexican guys, like yeah, watching. Like a, I guess he's a security guard. Yeah, and he's like, "How'd you get in here?" And he's watching some like he's watching like, uh, some Spanish television show. Yeah, and then she sees her husband's commercial, Gary's commercial in Spanish, which I love. Dubbed in Spanish. Like, Hola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> it kind of sparks something. Like she's like, "Huh," but it doesn't really oh. settle in that she knows him. It's just one of those like, "Hmm, that's." A this is where I thought it was going to turn into a horror movie because she asks the security guard to go out and see if this guy was still chasing her, yeah. and he never comes back. Like I was waiting for yeah. his dead body to swing down or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. no, she leaves and. The albino was waiting for her, and he holds her at gunpoint. It gets it gets pretty intense at this yeah, point. Yeah, it does get a little intense. Yeah. But then oh, the oh, cops... She's also taking the birds with her. Remember, they give her the oh, birds, yeah. and they say, she take the them home and practice. She has to practice with the birds, and so she has them. That's right. That's pretty key for, for one of the funniest lines, I think, That's in the movie right. yes. coming up next. Yes. Um, so, yeah, she's got her birds with her. She's running from the albino. The albino gets her for a moment, um, threatens her for a minute, um, and then... I think cops come right away. And right she's away. Somehow the they come sirens blaring. Yeah. I don't know why, but yes. And this is yeah. when she gets pushed to the ground, I guess, and hits her head again. Yeah, this time she remains conscious, right? I, I don't know. I think she kind of comes too when the cops come over to her, but yeah. And I like, they're like, so was he your pimp? <laughs> right. Like right away they assume, well, she is wearing like her like ballerina She does look pretty m- trash. Magician's assistant dress. Right. But when they, I love it when they throw her in the back of the cop car and she's in there with, I guess, a fellow prostitute and the prostitute was like, 
um, she looks at the birds and she's like, what does she say? Like, how do you, how do you, how do you use the with, birds or what how do you it? use the birds? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. It's a good line. Yeah, it's yeah. a good line. Yeah. And, and of course, she hits her head again. So in movies, if someone has amnesia and they hit their head again, the amnesia is gone. So that storyline is over. She now right. knows who she is. But, mm-hmm. of course, nobody believes her when she tells the cops who she actually is. Right. Well, and she tries from the jail to call her husband. So, oh, wait. Well, so she the doesn't husband, even try. Well, no, what? She doesn't even try. She decides not to. She thinks about it. No, she calls her husband. Oh, does she? Yeah, well, so he he he's tracked um, Madonna down, because, right? Because or Madonna's of the, tracked the jacket. Him down. Like he no oh no God, he I don't the, even know. the house. I know the housekeeper. So there's a point where Gary runs into his housekeeper. He basically who, assaults the who housekeeper. Looks like a man. P.S. Who looks like a man and is like leaving with like bags of stuff, and he's like, "Where are you going?" And when she goes to take out the bags, he finds the receipt to where she bought the jacket right, from. Right, so yes. he goes back to the store and, and he then finds the guy... her number because Madonna left her number with the wig guy. And right, then he right. calls her to meet up. Yes. Okay. Right. So now they're oh. connected. Who would have thought this movie was this complicated? Was this complicated, right? So now Gary and Madonna are connected as they're trying to figure out where is uh, Roberta. And so Roberta, when she comes to in jail, her first call is to her husband. But he doesn't answer because he's busy getting stoned with Madonna. Oh, she calls while Madonna's there. How did I not notice yeah. that? Okay. Oh, it's I, a great scene when Madonna goes. Okay. Somehow Madonna goes to his. They meet. First they meet, they up, meet they at meet a club. They meet up at a club where Madonna's yes. dancing to her own song, oh, which is crazy. Boy, you've got to prove your love too. Sorry. The only um, Madonna song in this movie, too, which I was surprised by. I thought it would be littered with tracks from Like a Virgin. I mean, this this was a good one to, to have in there. This worked. It worked. And, um, yeah, first they meet at a club where Madonna is, is convinced that Roberta is in cahoots with the bad guys. It's like, she framed me. Your wife is a scammer. Right? I thought she was trying to convince him of that to get her off the hook. I didn't think she actually believed it. Uh, I think it's a little bit of okay. both. Like, right. I don't think he... I don't think she knew... But then I think she goes back to his place and realizes, like, she looks through um, Roberta's closet and <laughs> underwear drawer and reads her books on, like, I'm okay, you're okay, right. and is like, what the hell's your wife's problem or whatever? And then they're, like, hanging out, and she's like, do you got any weed? And she's just, of course, she's a wild child. She right. happens to have a joint on her. They get stoned, and they eat candy and have philosophical conversations. Yes. And during their conversations is when Roberta calls from jail. Okay. Madonna answers, and I think Roberta doesn't know that it's Susan. And Roberta's just kind of pissed that she called her husband and there's a woman answering the phone. She hangs up and then calls Des. I must have just blanked out during this part of the movie. I kind of. Easy to do. I remember, but I don't remember her call. Okay. All right. I, I I did write down that this is where. When Gary's gone, this is where Madonna goes for a swim and eats more cheese doodles. She eats cheese doodles, drinks wine, which doodles and wine are a great combo, by the way. I will say that. And she swims in boxers and a bra. Um, 
and uh, yeah, living the life right. uh, at Gary's place or at Roberta living and the Gary's life place. at Gary's place. <laughs> yeah. So then, so Roberta then calls Des to come get yes. her. Somehow mm-hmm. she knows his mm-hmm. phone number. Not sure how, but she does. Oh, she had it in her pocket. It was. Remember, Jim what gave it the? to her. What? How? You wow. missed key pieces. Maybe I didn't Did watch get... this movie. <laughs> Did okay. I get stoned with Madonna? I should not have gotten stoned with Madonna and tried to watch yeah, this movie. Because you blanked out. You blanked oh. out for some key pieces. The last thing I okay. remember is prostitution and birds. That's it. That's it. <laughs> it's a great place to end. It's a great place to end. But um, um, so I liked it when they returned to his place, and his place is ransacked. Oh, no. Again. Now this time it's not as ex. Tape everywhere. Film everywhere. Yep. Just like, um, what's his name from Three Men and a Baby? Tom Selleck. Yeah. I I would wonder if they had a baby with heroin in its diaper. What I didn't understand about this is, like, he's a projectionist. Does he take the movies home with him? Like, does he just keep all the movies? I think we're supposed to believe, but we don't really learn that much oh, about God. him. I think we're supposed to believe, like, he's a film enthusiast And again, sort. Like, what they're looking for these earrings. They really think they're in a film strip. They think if they unravel this film strip, earrings are going to come flying gonna, out. These artifacts are going to just come. That's where they are. <clears throat> well, they're, they're, they're dead wrong. Because I think Madonna keeps one on her... There's only one on each girl, right? I think that's how yes, it goes. Yes, exactly. Right? Yes. They're both wearing one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so they get back to the apartment. Now, Des is pissed because he doesn't want this chaos in his life. Right. And now he's back, and now the apartment's a mess, and Susan is just caught, or who he thinks is Susan, but it's Roberta, is just causing all this drama. I think she tries to confess to him who she is. Well, she confesses, and he thinks she's lying. Yes. Right. And then she is an emotional wreck. Mm-hmm. She falls apart, and that's attractive to him because they eventually end up having sex. <laughs> and that's right? attractive to him. <laughs> we understand more about his character. <laughs> exactly, exactly. He's into emotionally damaged women. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. So they... Um, so they do. Yes, they have sex, yes. and oh, that's after they have sex is when she confesses to him, and he laughs. He thinks it's hilarious. Oh, yeah, he's like, Susan, you're always you making never things stop. up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're always just crazy. This is also when uh, the oh, at some point the cops get a hold of Gary, and they're like, uh, we've got your wife here at the precinct. Right. So Gary <laughs> and his sister go down to go bail her out and get her. And I love this because again, I love Laurie Metcalf in this. Movie movie she's like because they picked her up for prostitution and again she's been missing so they don't know where she's gone for these 24 however long she's been gone 24 48 hours and i love laurie metcalf's character is like is she a prostitute you know prostitutes are lesbian do you think she's a prostitute lesbian like what is she comes (laughs) up with some percentage i think she's like oh did you know that 82 percent of prostitutes are lesbians I love it. I and love and it. she's like, do you think she's a lesbian? He's like, she doesn't even like sex that much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. oh, this is when uh, this is when they get back after talking to the police and Madonna's still there and Gary thought she'd be gone by now. Oh, right, but this right, is right. where Madonna says where she was reading Roberta's diary and she reads the entry where Roberta goes, and then Gary went back to bed and I ate the whole cake. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But anyway, I don't know what she gleans from that diary. 
Like what what she gets from that? Like how do they know she's going to be at the Magic Club? I think because Madonna puts another ad in, and maybe Madonna says to meet at the Magic Club. Madonna oh. goes after she's with Gary. That's when we meet the triplets, or we get the triplets. <laughs> yes. Madonna leaves Gary and his sister after reading the diary, and is like, "I know how to get us right. all to meet up. I know how." Yeah, what she was obsessed with my oh, personal ads. Yes. The- Yes, okay. in the diary is all about Susan right. in the personal okay, ads. She's sense. like, ding, ding, ding. Yeah. I know what will get her to follow us. I'll put a personal ad in. She goes in a, again, Madonna's outfits in this movie are insane. And in this, she goes like. Can you please like, describe this outfit? Because it is phenomenal. <laughs> it's like uh, a men's. She's got, first of all, like a guinea tee on, like a, like a, a undershirt. Men's boxers. Mm-hmm. A men's then like. Like blouse, shirt, button down, <laughs> right. and then like, but then at the same time, like tights or. Well, she's or got like candy. the stockings with the clips yeah, that like clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's an amazing. It's very ensemble. random. Yes. And she goes down to the newspaper outside. This is another set of extras. I don't know if you want to talk about. Oh, you. we should talk about these guys. Yeah, the triplets. This is random <laughs> set of triplets outside of random triplets who just mm-hmm. stare at her as she's walking and then as she goes uh-huh. in they kind of look at each other like oh yeah we could triple yeah. team that which is <laughs> right. terribly upsetting but it is every man in this movie stares and falls head over heels by for madonna immediately except for gary kind of like yeah, well, Gary, she's not Gary's type. Okay. Gary doesn't want that, that wild sense. of a okay. child, you know? <laughs> Gary wants a, you know, a reserved slut, yes. not a but every slut. man, whether he's part of a trio of people who look alike or whether right. he's just right. giving her a newspaper, dudes are right. obsessed with Madonna in this. I mean, I get well, it. It kind of makes sense. She's got, yeah, it, she's got that chemistry. Yeah, yeah, it just makes me wonder, like, if that was, again, written into her contract. Like, any time I'm in a scene with a guy, he's all about Madonna. He's in it. He's <laughs> into me. He's into me. They are de- all desperately seeking moi. Um, <laughs> did you catch those? So she goes in and runs the ad, and did you catch that they show the guy running an ad after her? Oh, she yeah, what does he say? I'm looking for an afternoon playmate. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, it's like single man, 40-ish, looking for an afternoon plaything. <laughs> playmate, yes. Yeah, again, a nice bit of humor there. Right. So, yeah, they agree, I guess, to meet up at the Magic Club. And that's where the whole uh-huh. climax of this movie takes place. Oh, because we have Dez, we have Madonna's boyfriend, we have Madonna, uh-huh. Gary, his yeah, Jim sister. Comes back. Yeah, mm-hmm. Stephen mm-hmm. Wright's there, the bad guy's mm-hmm. there, Roberta's in the show. <laughs> Yeah, Roberta's Roberta's getting chopped in half inside of a box. Which is a great and great I, trick. We've seen some really lame tricks up to this point. No, she's really worked hard. Yeah, being sawed in be half, this. I I can't imagine that's all that easy to do. So I I appreciated that. But we do see a we do see a ventriloquist though before this, and he's pretty terrible. He's pretty shitty. Right. Yeah, he is pretty shitty. Agreed. Agreed. But so everyone is. I, at some point, I think she sees some of them. Roberta does know, see some of the people in the audience and, and knows yeah, that. Yeah, it's like a big, confusing mess where, you know, Jim and Des still aren't clear as to who Roberta is. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Jim knows who she is. Des only thinks he knows. 
And yeah, Roberta, as she's being sought in half, recognizes her husband mm-hmm, out there. Mm-hmm. And at this crucial point, that's where the albino decides to run up on stage and steal her wig, which has the earring attached to it. But as you said, it's only one earring. Right, right. Because Madonna has the other one. Or Susan yeah, has the other. and he just happens to run into Susan... During his escape, right? Yes. You know what I yes. mean? Yes. As he... Uh, and he takes her He takes her hostage. Like, he sees Madonna as his key well, to getting out of this situation. When she's making out with Jim, right? right? Yes. Her and Jim are... Uh, actually, his pants are down, so she's... Oh, yeah, yeah. They're not just making doing out. Doing right? more than making yes. out. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. If we thought yeah, this so movie here, was PG... We've been reminded several times that it is PG-13. Right, yes. right, right, okay. right. On a pinball machine, right? On, a, pin, on a pinball machine, machine. yes. It sounds like yeah. somebody's playing mm-hmm. the pinball machine, but no. Yes, but no. <laughs> Something else is being played on a pinball machine. That's right. Uh, it's, it's a crazy chase, sort of, but there's stuff that happens in between. Yeah, well, yeah, but not much happens in between. Everybody's just chasing each other around. It's like... The old Scooby-Doo cartoons, like people are just running between rooms and opening doors and stuff like that. And yeah, he he finally realizes that Madonna has the other earring. He finally has both. And yes. then Roberta hits him on the head with a bottle. The yes. end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. That's it. Well, not quite the well, end because then it's a beautiful story where then they're like awarded the key to the city or something like that because <laughs> yes, they I saved that part. <laughs> They, they, they brought back the artifact, yeah, the missing artifact. I didn't write down. When really they didn't bring it back, Madonna stole it from the, in the first place. But that's Well, she didn't steal it. There. Well, I mean, she stole it, but somebody else yeah. stole it. Stole it. And right, she's okay. pretty crafty. I mean, she could come up with some sort of story and get Roberta in on it, which made them seem like heroes. Sure. Right, yeah. right, right. But they do. They get... Yeah, well, Roberta tells her husband that she's not going home with him, da-da-da. She and Aiden Quinn right. get together. Uh, mm-hmm. Madonna and her boyfriend are together. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, they get, the key, they get the key to the city. Uh-huh, and, and then they're like, they like hold right. hands snapshot, like a sort of Thelma and Louise. Right. Yeah. Snapshot, black and white then, in a newspaper, and the headline mm-hmm. is, what a pair. Yeah, so. yep. Beautiful. Beautiful. And that's that's that. That is Desperately and Seeking Susan from 1985. So, um, I, well, well, let's just, let's talk about it here. What was your, what did you think of this? You want well, me you, to say yeah, first? Yeah, you already or? talked about the performances. Probably not all of them <laughs> were as bad as you made it seem, but what, what was your overall impression? Uh, okay. I was looking forward to this movie because I do remember, I didn't watch all of Madonna's uh, filmography when I was younger. This was one that I remember watching. I remember, like, the jacket. I remembered loving it when I saw it. And I didn't not love it this time around. I definitely think that if you have a bottle of wine and a bag of cheese doodles (laughs) and a Friday night for yourself and you have a vagina, you will love this movie. It is a lot of fun. And a great little, you know, fashion trip down memory lane. And it makes me want to just wear um, lace bras and, um, I I mean, Madonna's hair is incredible in this movie. And I I love that about it. And it it is sort of a cheeky little fun, again, I I think it's like a chick flick. 
But, but, <laughs> about about 40 minutes in, I was like, I, I was kind of bored. Oh, wow. I, I okay. Was. I was. I think maybe because I did know it was not even bored. It wasn't like... I wasn't annoyed bored like I was with RoboCop where I was like, really? Right. Is this really what we're doing? It was more like, um, I mean, it was enjoyable. It was enjoyable. Yeah. I wouldn't give it a thumbs down, but I wouldn't like okay. tell you you should watch it on your first. I would have other suggestions wow. um, for your rainy day. But I didn't hate it. I'll tell you that. Nope. But I, I, it wasn't as good as I remembered. I guess that's the bad thing about, like you said, when you've seen a movie already yes. and you have that memory of seeing yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I feel like you probably felt about this the way I felt about Space Camp. Space Camp. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think I think that's exactly and it. I like think it. I felt about this how you felt about Space Camp. I really, I really enjoyed this. I really did. <laughs> I came on here, and before we started, I didn't want to say anything, but I almost said, is this the best movie we've seen so far? Oh, my God! You loved it! I really did. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay. I you could... didn't find it at all cheesy and predictable? And no, I mean, if you've ever a seen a movie forced. in your life, you know what's going to happen, but... I thought that was kind of the charm of it. I, I thought it was... Okay. I thought when it wanted to be funny, it was funny. I thought it was well-made. I thought everybody was okay. pretty good in it. Oh, yeah, I don't I don't, I don't, don't know. That's... Yeah, I thought Did it was you, really good. Had, and you had never seen it before. I have seen it before, seen it but before. I didn't remember it. Like, I know that okay. I've seen it before, okay. but I did not remember it at all. So it was really fun... To watch, I I really enjoyed it. Yes. So you would recommend <laughs> really it, like would, you yes. would watch it again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How many times did you watch this one? As many as Robo? Not as. Or? Let's say, not as many. I watched it two times. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you really? P.S. You really do have a lot of time. I really. Yes, I really <laughs> do. I really do. Yeah. But okay. Okay. No, I Fair I enough. really enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with it. I thought for. First time actor Aiden Quinn. I thought he was really pretty good. I thought Madonna was pretty good at being Madonna. Okay. I mean, if there's a weak point, I mean, Rosanna Arquette wasn't great. <laughs> like, she, you know, I don't. It was probably one of her weaker performances of her career. But again, everybody's early on. Madonna wasn't terrible in it. Nobody no, was terrible. No. If I had to, I'd give it a middle. I'd give it like it's, a C or a right. three star. I it's definitely those, wouldn't it's say it was our best movie. one of those movies that I watched that I thought, it seems like they're having fun doing this. And it seemed like okay. it kind of came through. I think but, they did. All right, well. Okay. All right, well, boy, oh, you're on a you're on a bad streak now. This is this is not good for you. You're you're too deep with bad movies now. Let's, I don't know. It might be three in a row, but what we'll to see in a few weeks? So, in lieu of desperately seeking Susan, is there anything that you would recommend? Well, I I was again now. Um, uh, I would recommend. Uh, well, I picked two movies that the other actors were sure. in. So I picked a Patricia Arquette movie, but it's actually, she doesn't have a big role in this movie, but I love well, this movie. Well, if Patricia Buffalo. Arquette were in this movie. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean Patricia. She is my favorite Arquette. Jeez, I, think I that's just why. told you, I just said she wasn't that great in this movie. You're saying her sister's name. I hope Rosanna Arquette's not listening right now. She's <laughs> not listening. I hope she's not our number one fan. That's she right. like, I wanted to listen she's to like, their. She's like, I can't wait to listen this week. I know, I know. 
No, Patricia is my favorite Arquette, right. so I'm sorry. And David is my least favorite Arquette. Okay. Um, but it's, this is a... He's um, the best Arquette to ever call into Howard Stern. That's when he's the best. Didn't he cry for Howard? I think he, he did that? at one point. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right, go ahead. Anyway, uh, I like... Uh, she She only has a small role in it. Buffalo 66 with Christina oh, Ricci yeah. and Vincent Gallo. Oh, that's so good. I love, it's a, I love that movie. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. And um, an Aiden Quinn movie that I recommend also if you have a, a vagina, Legends of the well, Fall. Well, you know what? I feel like it's a Since great... I love this movie so much, I'm going to go back and revisit Legends of the Fall, <laughs> I which I remember should. really and liking. So <laughs> You should wear your lace bra while you watch it and eat some I will, doodles. Yes. Okay? What are your recommendations? Uh, I must know. I, and is it to watch Who's That Girl? <laughs> I can't wait to do Who's That Girl. Oh, we got some corrections, uh, which means that people are listening to us, which is great. Oh. Uh, one correction I couldn't remember. I forget what I... Because <laughs> you didn't pay attention no, no, I don't, to I don't it. pay attention like, to corrections. Ah. But I did say last week, I said that Who's That Girl is a remake of Bring Up Baby from the 50s. And somebody on Twitter said, that movie's from 1938. So... I'm only oh. 20 years off. I don't see how that's supposed hey, to Hey, you knew it was a classic. That's right. A classic can mean anything before the 70s. Oh, oh so. the other correction was when I was talking about Peter Weller movies, um, I didn't mention one that was, uh, it's called, oh man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher the name. It's called Buckaroo Bonsai and something something, the eighth dimension. Have you ever heard of that? You didn't even try something something. something, something. You didn't even try. No, no to- I tried. That's, oh, okay. That could very well be the title. Okay. You get a desperately su- seeking yes. Susan effort is what that right. was. But um, I was supposed to say that and Naked Lunch were his big movies. I don't know if you've ever heard of okay. the other one. It is. It's super goofy. But okay. Jeff Goldblum's okay. in it, and he's great. So. Oh, well, we all know how I feel about Goldblum. I, we all know how we all feel about Goldblum. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Big thumbs up. <laughs> okay, so yeah. <laughs> uh, my two movies are, um, I went with a New York movie, and it was from oh, okay. 79, because I thought about us doing this one, uh, but Woody Allen's Manhattan. Oh, good Which one. is really good, mm-hmm. although mm-hmm. in hindsight it's upsetting, because he's like dating Muriel Hemingway, who's I yeah. guess like 16 or something, so, uh, and she's that age in the mm-hmm. movie, like it's very creepy, and... Maybe a little too close to real life. Um, Oh, and the other one is, have you ever seen David Cronenberg's movie Crash? Not the the terribly emotionally, like, race relations one. (laughs) Okay, then no. Okay. It's a movie from the mid-90s, and um, Roseanne Arquette's in it. And it's about people that are, I guess, sexually turned on by car crashes. And oh. if it sounds bizarre, it's it is bizarre. It is. Like it's really strange, Excellent. but it's really good and it's worth seeing. So those are my those are my okay. two movies. All right, good. good yeah, it's Rex. not that it's good not Rex. that stupid movie Crash. It's it's actually really good and interesting. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So is that it? Are we done? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, are we done? Are we? Are you ready? Are you? You're so ready to watch Desperately Seeking Susan again, aren't no, you? No, I want to. I like, end this so I can put I have it on to watch before it for bed. A third time. <laughs> See how far I can get before I fall asleep. <laughs> I would get through the whole thing. All right. 
Uh, I know you would. I know you would. I'm not worried about it. All right, so two weeks from now, we will be, um, uh, I don't know, we'll be talking about puppets, th- let's say. <laughs> let's just say we'll be talking about a movie with puppets oh, in it. Oh, I'm so excited. So, again, if... September 11th wasn't depressing enough. This is a depressing run that we have going. We need to feel, we need mm-hmm. to find some other topic at some, well, then we have Halloween after this. All right. But 25 years ago, Jim Henson mm-hmm. died. And that's so sad. I know, it is very but sad. But we are going to celebrate his life. Oh, what such joy. With, I can't along wait Along with one. David Bowie in a wig <laughs> that I think was a lot like the one that the shopkeeper guy had on. <laughs> in definitely <laughs> yeah, true. true. But true, yes, true. so we're going to be doing Labyrinth. David Bowie and uh, Puppets Galore. <laughs> I'm stoked about this I'm very one. excited. I, I feel like this one is, is going to be You think this is now. it? You think um, your, your string of bad movies is going to be snapped with this? I feel, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling okay. it. And, and to ensure that, I'm... I'm I've got myself a bag of mushrooms that I'm going to eat before. I would do I, that. Um, I would do yeah, that. I think that, that also sounds about right. enhance the whole experience. I'm just I mean, I think David Bowie that. kidnaps a baby in this, so I yeah. think you may need something no, to help you. Get you don't need. I can't wait. No, no, no. I can't wait. I'm excited to watch this. No, me too. Um, this trippy adventure. No, I, I haven't um, seen it in many, many years. Just like everything, everything that we're doing here. Um, so I'm really looking forward to it, and uh, I don't know. It should be a good time. Yeah. It should yeah, be a crazy it should be good a lot time. Of fun. Yeah. All right, yeah. but we will see everyone two weeks from right now, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so two yeah. weeks from right now. Hold Mark on your tight. calendars. Two weeks from this moment, yeah. you can listen to us talk about laughing. All right, everybody, we will see you in come two on, weeks. Chinese restaurants, Italian restaurants. Now you have these sushi restaurants. Everyone goes for sushi. Sushi. I hate this stuff. Although I'll tell you, I had some the other day. I took it home. I cooked it. It wasn't bad. It tasted like fish.